0: If you're, you know, feeling brain foggy and exhausted no matter how much you sleep and you can't get weight off and there's something terribly wrong and your doctors aren't looking at the right things, you guys need to be an advocate for your health. It's a luxury and a pleasure to move your body. And if you have that luxury, you should be taking advantage of it.
1: Welcome to the Boss Babe Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Natalie Ellis, co founder and co CEO of Boss Babe, and your host for this week's podcast episode. This week, I am so excited to be interviewing Dr. Jess Petros. This episode is an absolute must listen for all women and men, so feel free to send a link to your other half because I know they're going to love it. Dr. Jess finished medical school in 2006 and began internal medicine residency. Straight after, and during this time, she experienced mounting anxiety, hormone imbalances, and adrenal dysfunction because of the long hours and demanding schedule. While she was working there, she actually realized that a lot of her patients with chronic illnesses were not getting better. And in 2012, after her own health issues began to worsen, she had a personal awakening and actually began to realize that allopathic medicine didn't have all the answers that she was looking for health-wise. So she began to study outside of her scope of Western medicine and dove into the world of integrative medicine, energy work, stem cells, cannabis, and Gerson therapy. And her philosophy now embodies true health as being all-encompassing of mind, body, and spirit. I actually met Dr. Jess at a friend's wedding in Hawaii, and we just had so much to talk about that I (laughs) knew she needed to come onto that podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Boss Babe Insta Growth Accelerator, a 12-week program designed to help you grow and monetize your Instagram account. If you're ready to grow your audience with your absolute ideal clients who are throwing their credit cards at you, then listen up. I've created a completely free 90-minute training to show you how to do exactly that. I'm taking you through the step-by-step strategy to attracting 10,000 ideal clients' as followers over the next 30 days if you know that growing your audience with ideal clients who can't wait to buy from you would completely change the game then this training is for you as I said it's totally free I just recommend turning up with a journal and getting rid of all distractions as we waste no time getting into the nitty-gritty specifics you know that I love specifics to get started with the training just head to bossbib.com forward slash ig dash growth or hit the link in the show notes below A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success.
0: Welcome, Dr. Jess, to the podcast. Thank you, Natalie. That was a mouthful. Thank you so much for the lovely introduction. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, so let's dive straight in. I would love to chat about chronic illness and why you found patients weren't actually getting better when you were
0: working in medicine absolutely yeah it was a shame because you know my heart and soul had been in this for years in school and really thought man i get to make a difference now and it was really disheartening to see that really everybody in the hospital especially was given a pill for every ill and that it was seems like a almost it seemed like a rotating door of admissions to me a lot of times i mean i knew a lot of patients by a first name basis because they were there every week and they never improved and what i saw in the hospital was that man, if I broke my leg, that's the first place I'd be. If there was an emergency, it'd take me to the first and closest level one trauma center. But when it comes to chronic diseases, you know, heart disease, type two diabetes, high blood pressure, and all these autoimmune conditions that are popping up everywhere, they really didn't have answers. They had medications which were Band-Aids that never got to the root cause. And what I liken it to is a car that has a check engine light that comes on on the panel. And instead of taking it in and getting it checked on to find out what the root cause is, we put a sticker over it and keep driving. Yeah. (laughs) So that prompted me to kind of, you know, look at other avenues of ways to help people.
1: I love it. So when you dove into your own health issues, what was it that you found that made you dive into this whole world? Well, I started noticing that, you know, historically, I'm a pretty good
0: sleeper. But when sleep starts to get interrupted, you really need to pay attention to what your body's telling you. And so I started to have that wired but tired mind, which meant that I was exhausted. But if I would lay down to try and nap or relax, I couldn't. My body physically wouldn't let me. My brain would spin almost like a a computer virus. So you can't shut down the computer, right? That's what it was like. And I started to notice that in the morning, I would wake up sort of hypervigilant, almost with a jolt, um, with a flutter in my chest. I could never calm down. And even noticed that my sweating capabilities started to change almost like a heat intolerance. And that was dysautonomia from where my whole adrenal system was becoming involved now where chronic stress just really chips away at our health and is underrated in this country. And
1: that absolutely happened to me. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of things that stress does. I can tell from my skin right away if I've had even a couple of days in stress, just everything, my digestion, everything seems to just shut down. So what do you recommend for people who do have stressful lifestyles? A lot of people listening to this are entrepreneurs or have really high performing (laughs) careers. And as you know, Stress kind of seems to come with it, and managing that is a full time job in itself. It does. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or a self
0: starter out there, I feel for you. You know, I am too, just like you are, Natalie. And it really, you can't take days off when you want to all the time. It is seven days a week, 24 hours on. And so, if you're in a situation like that, and not only you know the answer to this, but really ask yourself is there any way I can give up control and hire someone to help me manage my hours and time? Are you such a perfectionist that you can't really give a little bit or compromise? there to let people help you. Sometimes receiving help is a problem that us entrepreneurs have. So there's a fine balance there as well also ask all my clients and patients to cut out all toxic people or situations, jobs, anything out of their life. By the time they come to see me, it's time to do that. So if you can't do any of that or you've done your best thus far, really look into things like adaptogenic herbs and anything that pings the parasympathetic nervous system to come back online. That's the rest and digest system that is your friend. So you want things like meditation that puts you in alpha brain waves. You want things like deep belly breathing, even myofascial release, massage, adaptogenic herbs and stress relieving herbs, even nice amino acids like L-theanine can really calm a busy brain and help you focus and be balanced in your sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic nervous system.
1: I love that. I'm actually having an adaptogenic tonic right now because I have so many podcasts (laughs) I'm recording today and that just helps me stay so calm and it feels like it does my body a lot of good. When you said myofascial release, What is that and how would someone look at doing it? So,
0: oh gosh, I'm glad you asked this question because I actually have had my personal journey with this recently. It's something I discovered in the last few months and it's really changed my life personally. I'm someone who struggles with distractibility and even under times of pressure and stress, I really kind of act like I got kicked in the gut and I don't breathe properly. And what happens when you don't breathe properly is you become a little more reactive. You're not able to ground yourself through breath. This sounds a little woo-woo to some people, but actually there's, you know, breath means spirit in 14 different languages. And first thing you do when you're born, you breathe. Last thing you do when you die, you breathe. And so myofascial release is actually using very slow technique to move the fascia. It's very slight pressure, but it's moving with breath. And so they're actually teaching you how to exhale, which I had forgotten how to do. It sounds so intuitive but it's really not in today's society where we have things really triggering our nervous system and it doesn't behave like it should. And so it's really kind of almost mind, body, spirit type of procedure and you know body work that I've ever done in my life. And it's beautiful. That sounds amazing. I recommend it to everyone. If you're having trouble with reactivity, with grounding yourself, with anxiety, with not working through some personal traumas, you really do want to look into myofascial release.
1: And so would someone Google, like someone that does that, would it be in a massage center? Would it be that kind of thing that you go in to expect?
0: You know what I did? It's created by John Barnes, who's a very famous physical therapist who called this the key to awakening, actually. And I sort of believe him now. So what I did was I Googled a myofascial release therapist in my area and I read all the reviews to make sure that this person and their style resonated with who I was. I
1: love it. So (laughs) on that kind of release, I know a lot of what you focus on is mold and lime. Why is that? What made you get really interested in that? Because I know it's becoming a bigger topic of conversation now, which is amazing, but I think a lot of people still don't understand the importance of it.
0: Yeah, I'm really so happy that other physicians and people are talking about this because it it does make such a big difference and it is a root cause to why so many people are sick with mystery illnesses. And that's why I became so interested in it. You know, even in medical school when I didn't know all about this holistic, natural or integrative world, I loved infectious disease. That was something, a fellowship that I thought about going into. And so it just lets you know where my area of interest lies. And even in medical school, they did teach us that a lot of hidden stealth infections cause cancer and even sometimes autoimmunity, but it was just barely scratched the surface of really what this issue is. And so mold is so, so prevalent along with Lyme. There's up to 300,000 new cases of Lyme being diagnosed every year. And the CDC has actually put out an epidemic warning about it because the climate change has changed the breeding patterns and the areas that ticks are allowed to congregate in, if you will. Um, And so now more people are at risk. And on top of that, we have a lot of the way houses are being built these days. They're exposed to the elements. And does that wood ever dry? They're using a lot of toxic um, chemicals in building buildings, right? So mold can grow as easily as 24 to 48 hours. Both lime and mold run together. They're both called biotoxin illnesses, which means that they affect the nervous system, the mucous membranes, the lymph. They hide very well in the body. And both of these, I'm grouping them together because they do run together a lot now, cause very, very similar symptoms. And so that's why it's such a big deal. That's why I'm talking about it now, because so many different autoimmune diseases, cancers and mystery illnesses can be looked at and looked at root cause answers from hidden infections.
1: What would the initial symptoms of mold be? So,
0: mold is interesting. Usually it starts, it's very slow and insidious. So, one in four people have a genetic predisposition which makes them sensitive to mold illness or mycotoxins. And that's, you know, 25% of the population. So in general, people who come across it who are not genetically susceptible will have things like allergies, sneezing, post-nasal drip, maybe even some asthma-like symptoms. A lot of times children who grow up with asthma and then grow out of it are really just have mold exposure and then move out of the house. So symptoms like that are very typical with mold. If you're one of the 25% of the population that has a genetic predisposition, then unfortunately, it doesn't always present the way I just talked about with runny nose and itchy eyes and things. It can present much more insidiously and seriously, and people will have chronic fatigue. They'll have joint pains. They'll have sensitivity to light and blurry vision, eye floaters. They'll have things like the inability to hold their urine, almost like a squirrel bladder. They'll be thirsty a lot. They'll have static shocks or creepy crawly sensations on their skin at night. This is an all over multi-system attack on the body if people have the genetic predisposition, H-L-A-D-R.
1: And how would you go about finding out? Like if you have those symptoms, how would you even go about finding out if you do have that? It's such a hard
0: uphill battle for some people who aren't around any functional medicine doctors who really like to get to the root cause um if you go to your regular primary care doctor they may look at you like you have three eyes if you start talking about mold or chronic Lyme because a lot of the docs in the system just aren't educated or don't believe in it because our education didn't teach us about that. So, you know, a lot of people take their health into their own hands, which is why my slogan is be your own best doctor. And so, I even have people say go to greatplainslaboratory.com, read their articles, read about biotoxin illness. They have special tests that look for things like Roundup in your blood, like pesticides. They look for things like mold in a urine test kit that they can drop shit to to your house. So it's very convenient. And all this for around $300. There are also blood tests you can get that look for things like immune markers, And different markers in the blood that mold can cause. But in my opinion, this isn't always foolproof. I think the urine kit is much better. And really, you need to look up a Lyme or mold literate doc that knows, has been trained in this.
1: So, would you recommend someone goes to a doctor first before ordering a kit like that, or order it, see what it comes up as, and then decide if you're gonna work with a doctor or not? Yeah, you know, it's a great idea to, if you can order it. I tell clients publicly they can use my name on the test
0: kit and order it. Great Plains Lab has my signature on file. So if you're wanting to know, you can definitely do that. And then, you know, look up a doctor then. Functional medicine doctors, unfortunately, a lot are not covered by insurance still yet. So this isn't cheap to get all this done, definitely with a doctor's visit and the lab test. So if you're looking, you know, having a hard time financially or looking to cut corners, definitely ordering a lab test and then getting a hold of a doctor if it's necessary would be a good route.
1: Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. Every new membership comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. So there's no risk. And right now our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe masterclass.com slash boss babe. Yeah, I love that. And I really think it's so important because the amount of people that are exposed currently or have been in the past, it's crazy. And no one is talking about this to really even say you should go and get tested. Like you say, your doctor would never even suggest that. For me, I've just had so many chronic health issues, which I'm really starting to get to the bottom of now since working with a functional medicine doctor. But when I started getting tested, it came out that I had heavy metals. I eat tons of sushi. And so that's probably where it came from. But my doctors just didn't even think to test anything like that. What are the impacts of having things like this in your body that you're just so unaware of? And, you know, that's a great question, Natalie. It's, you know, what is
0: the gravity of these exposures? And I'm not sure we all still know because there's so many new studies coming out. I mean, just in 2019, they released a study connecting type three inhalational Alzheimer's disease. And, you know, I know it's linked to a ton of other autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's and Graves, but how does this affect people? Because mold spores are everywhere. I mean, my goodness, you cannot get away from them. And some mold is toxic while other species are not. So it's really hard when there aren't enough studies and objective Of evidence to find out what what the gravity on everyone's health is. Um, However, with 25% of the population being susceptible, I mean, I think we really have to be realistic and look at this as a root cause for why people are sick and it's being missed. I got to tell you, I mean, heavy metals in general, like they act as a wall of inflammation for a lot of these hidden infections like Epstein Barr, mold, Lyme disease. It's almost like a conglomeration of things that are stuck in the brain or the tissues in hiding, right? And then often what happens is there's a priming or emotional stressor that activates everything. So you're right. You know, for people, I'm not sure what to tell people about how to stay away from this. If you're, you know, feeling brain foggy and exhausted no matter how much you sleep and you can't get weight off and there's something terribly wrong and your doctors aren't looking at the right things, you guys need to be an advocate for your health.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And so if someone does get tested and they are seeing heavy metals or they are seeing something that doesn't look right, Mm -hmm. should they then go and get tested for Epstein-Barr and different things beyond that?
0: I absolutely, you know, a whole infectious panel is really useful for people. In general, I tell people, and this will help a lot of people know where to go with their health people say, well, it's in my genes, it's in my genes. Well, something changed the genes along the pathway. It changed your grandparents' genes, your genes. Somewhere along the way, one of four things changed those genes. And that was either heavy metals, hidden infections that we've been talking about, other environmental toxicities like pesticides or BPA, and then finally, emotional trauma and stress. So if you're having chronic health issues that no doctor can get to, you can always go back to those four root causes and investigate, trace the steps of your life back and say, you know, where did these exposures, did I have trauma growing up? What happened? Because a lot of times the doctors are so busy and they're so misguided that they're not going to be able to do that for you.
1: Yeah, I love the fact you just mentioned emotional trauma too, because I also feel like that isn't something that's talked about in that if something happens to you, it really can change so much. And you often have to go back and do that work. So what do you do with patients around emotional trauma?
0: It's a great question. It's so underrated and everyone has baggage. And if we can all learn to be accountable and work on that shadow side of ourselves, then the breakthroughs will be amazing. So really for me, what helps me and what helps a lot of my clients are things like, you know, it all depends on the level of emotional stress and trauma that's happened, but just talking about it and shedding a light on it can sometimes help people. I really love to journal with my clients and patients so they don't ever have to show me the journal, but go back and act like you're writing to me and explain to me what happened and oftentimes that helps them explain themselves to themselves and it's almost like unraveling a ball of emotions that's been stuck within their physical body causing physical symptoms another thing that we talked about was myofascial release really helps a massage can help even emotional tapping or emotional freedom technique, as well as EMDR, which is rapid eye movement while watching a finger or a light and talking about a stressful situation that happened to you. And even biofeedback and neurofeedback and things like this can, all this can help rewire the brain so that neurons that have fired in a rut for so long can rewire and fire in a new pattern. And that leads to new personality changes. So yeah,
1: I've heard a lot about EMDR, but I've never tried it before. Oh, it's
0: amazing. I don't even know how they discovered it. I need to look it up. I don't know how someone discovered that, but it
1: really does work. I know. It's so interesting. Someone just sat there testing, blinking and like <laughs> seeing what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how people discover some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. So let's dive back into everywhere. You have a protocol called Kill, Bind, Sweat. And so where did that come from? Is it from seeing people who are dealing with mold and lime and heavy metals? Is that where you came up with the protocol? Absolutely. You know,
0: social media is a funny thing. And not only did it help to build my business from the ground up, but people will send me pictures when I start talking about how the benefits of infrared saunas. It really, you can sweat out emotional toxicities and heavy metals and things. And people would start sending me pictures on social media of themselves in a sauna. And one day I have my product Master, which is a kill part of the treatment. I just killbind killbine sweat on that picture, just put it right on there and it's stuck. And because of its simplicity, everyone could understand why and what it mint. You know, there's details that everyone asks about all the time. But in general, all that means is, you know, using a a specialized herbal antimicrobial to kill any pathogens like mold, yeast, lime, waiting about an hour till it's absorbed and taking a binder, whether that be a powder or capsule. And a binder is things like clays, you know, activated charcoal, apple pectin, even gum arabic can really bind things up from the tissues, even the bones deep within the body where these suckers are hiding. And then finally, you have to remove them, right? So we have to make sure people's bowels are working properly to remove the bound up toxins, or we have to make sure they can sweat properly. So getting them in something like an infrared sauna or even a hot yoga class, if their body can tolerate it, will really make people feel like a million bucks most of the time and heal them if they can continue with that protocol.
1: So you would take the microbiome master, wait one hour, and then would you sweat right away or would you wait another hour to sweat? No, usually once people take microbiome master
0: and then an hour later, when my product binder master, which is brand new, is is just launched. So, you know, a binder something like that, or, you know, something like activated charcoal or zeolite clay on its own, and then getting into a, a, a sauna right then. So you can actually get into the sauna right after taking the binder.
1: Okay, amazing. That sounds really good. And how often do you recommend people sweat? You know, if they do have exposure to mold or they do have heavy metals once they've been tested, how often Mm. would you recommend they sweat? Or if someone hasn't, but just from a health standpoint, how often should they be making sure they sweat? So, you know, if you're healthy,
0: so I'm pretty healthy now and I really do a hot yoga class probably 5 to 6 times per week or work out in the gym at least once a, once or twice a week and that's prevention. I mean, I tell people they're like, "Are you want me to sweat every day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, guys, I'm asking you to work out every day. It's prevention against some of these buggers, you know, and some of these pathogens that you never want where your body can tip over the scale from being a healthy microbiome to a pathobiome, if you will. And so sweating really helps prevent that. If you're already sick. I really take it case by case because some people are just too wiped out to do anything and they have reactions to heat. Like, you know, their heart rate will go up and they'll get rashes because the bugs are really trying to prevent them from healing. So I really take that case by case. But if you're relatively able to sweat, I'll get you in there probably every other day or so. And we, you know, we kind of talk frequently to make sure you're doing okay and that you're not dehydrated or missing electrolytes.
1: I love that. What do you think to taking something like a charcoal or chlorella when you're having like wine or food that might not be super clean? Do you do anything like that?
0: I love that idea. My girlfriends and I have done that for years now. Just like, you know, an activated charcoal or a knack or something like that, you know, in acetylcysteine right after some wine or something is a great idea. And it really can help if you have sensitive to histamines and can't tolerate red wine, but, you know, you're stuck in a pickle or a jam and you really want to have a glass. That's definitely a way to help protect yourself.
1: Yeah. And then would you sweat the day after? Yes. Oh my goodness.
0: Yes, absolutely. If you guys indulge and you or do something that you probably shouldn't have, the skin is your biggest organ. So you
1: can remove so much that way. Yeah, I love that. So I want to jump back. So Microbiome Master, I know is one of your products and you've just launched a binder. What is mm-hmm. it about these products and what's in them that is killing off any bad stuff and toxicities and then binding them up and bring them out? Like, how does that work? Yeah.
0: So it's actually a great process. It's almost like the rain process and water cycle of the earth a little bit, if you can liken it to that. So basically, Microbiomaster is, is a bunch of 11 different herbs. And I can't say enough about herbs, guys, whether you use my products or someone else's, they really can heal your body if you know what you're doing. So Microbiomaster is a bunch of killing herbs. It's things like black walnut hole, reishi, wormwood. It's wonderful ingredients and all wildcrafted and organic. And so that really can cause people to feel amazing, or some people it can cause healing. Detox reactions because the body is now revved up and seeing things that it missed before that we're hiding. So after that, some people may get headachey. They may feel a little more brain foggy, and that's what the binder is for. The binder is there to mop things up, if you will, and so it soaks up some of these byproducts of pathogens that we're killing that make people feel pretty rotten. And the binders are usually negatively charged. They come from the soil, which is negatively charged, so they bind really well to things like heavy metals and. And other byproducts, they're often positively charged. So they work just by that little attraction. And then we have to find a way to get it out of your body. A lot of sick people don't have their detox pathways working properly. So I hear a lot that people can't sweat properly, they just get really hot, or they don't go to the bathroom every day, which is a huge problem, guys. These are the ways you get rid of everything you're exposed to every day. So you know, I really work with those people and hold their hand about doing that. So yeah, it's Microbiomaster, Master that's out now and brand new and then sweating. So it's really a simple formula for most people.
1: Is it dangerous to kill without binding? So is it dangerous to take a product like Microbiome Master and then not take a binder afterwards? So that's a really great question, Natalie. It's really case by case. One of the issue I had
0: early on in my career was I was giving my flagship product, Microbiomaster, without a binder, and then wondering why people were having these long Herxheimer or healing detox reactions for a couple weeks when they shouldn't have been. And it was because I wasn't very well-versed in binders. So once I got educated and did further training in that, I understood. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily dangerous, but it's really uncomfortable for a lot of people and not as nice and kind as you could be, right? And it, it really expedites the healing process if you can use a binder. And I would say it's the most necessary probably product that someone could take who has mold toxicity.
1: And so that I guess that's a real reason to get tested and see what's going on before you start taking tons of supplements in case there is a way you could speed it up or take something that would be more effective.
0: Correct. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, even if I haven't tested people and they come to me, I'll say, okay, you don't sweat. So be sure you're getting in a sauna or doing a yoga class, something every day to trigger that pathway because consistency is key. So I don't always just throw the kill bind sweat at everyone. Sometimes I'll just have them sweat. And for most people, if you're not sure and you haven't been tested, that's a great way to start.
2: Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash bossbabe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash bossbabe for this special offer. prolonlife.com slash bossbabe.
1: Yeah. I know you mentioned infrared saunas. Are they better than normal saunas? Yes, for most people, well, especially with mold toxicity, just
0: because mold likes humidity and is easily grown in a steam sauna. So for most people, if you're getting in steam, you have to be careful if you have a, a mold toxicity. So that's why I prefer something like infrared. And I like clear light saunas because they have the lowest EMF reading. So I'm also mindful of like EMR and radiation too during that process.
1: Okay. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I have an infrared in my house. I, at first I was like, is this working? Cause I'm not sweating, <laughs> but it really does make you feel amazing. Yes, absolutely. And the more you get in it, the more you'll sweat. I promise. How often would you recommend doing that? Like, would you do it daily
0: or is that too often? If you can handle it, you know, a lot of people, if they don't sweat, they'll say, I can't tolerate, you know, my heart rate will go up after 10 minutes and I'll say, okay, get in it 10 minutes a day, um, five days a week and see how you do. So really test yourself. You know, if you can stay in there 20 minutes, just fine. Do 20 minutes, you know, four or five days a week and you won't need to do that forever.
1: But about of that for one to two months can really make a difference for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then let's chat about going to the bathroom. So a couple of things here. (laughs) So what if people listening, if someone's like, well, I don't go to the bathroom daily, what am I doing wrong?
0: Oh, good question.
1: So it's probably nothing you're doing wrong. Let me just start from the basics and say
0: that diet is key here. You won't believe how much you put in your body matters to going and staying regular. So a lot of people, that can be food intolerances. A lot of the food that's processed today, especially in the United States, just isn't processed naturally and really can set our immune systems off. And so removing gluten, which is a much bigger protein than it's intended to be, and actually sprayed with glyphosate quite often, that can really reset a lot of people's gut that's <laughs> dairy is quite processed in this country as well. And so that really sets off a lot of people's hormones and guts and digestion. And then finally things like soy, which is usually genetically modified about 90% of it and sprayed with pesticides, processed sugar. So any sort of white flour, white sugar, avoid that stuff too. And then people will tell me, gosh, I'm already doing that. You know, I'm doing all those, i am avoiding all those inflammatory foods. I still can't go to the bathroom. If you're worse with fruit and raw vegetables, you may have a hidden infection there. Something like, you know, mold, candida. Lyme or even small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or sibo can produce a lot of bloating. So if you're having symptoms like bloating, constipation, even seeing undigested food in your stool, there's something that's got that pathway. And so I would say really I'm looking to a DNA-based stool test. There's a few to choose from now. I really like GI Map made by Diagnostic Solutions. That's the one I go to and these are all around 300-350 for a test and they show you everything that can be in your gut, every bacteria, protozoa, parasite, worm, if you're digesting and absorbing properly. And once you get to the root cause of that, you guys will be able to fix your constipation. Herbs can help. and But again, that's just a Band-Aid until we know what's going on, definitely.
1: Yeah. And I love that where we're talking about this too and saying if you're not going daily, it probably is a sign that you should go and just test and see if everything's working. So while we're talking about poop, which is a great conversation, (laughs) can we talk about enemas? How often should people be doing them? Should they be doing them? Are they dangerous? Are they safe? What about coffee enemas? Let's just talk about poop. (laughs)
0: I love my favorite subject. I'm going to be known as the poop doctor. So (laughs) so I tell people though, you know, if you're not going at least, you know, once or twice a day, ideally you're probably exhausted you probably have no energy, you feel heavy all the time. And so, you know, enemas are a great way to kickstart your digestion. And I learned all about coffee enemas through Gerson therapy, which is an alternative to treating cancer. And they have their cancer patients sometimes on an aggressive therapy doing 13 juices and five coffee enemas a day. That's, you know, over the top for a cancer patient, obviously. But if you're just looking, someone who is looking to have healthier digestion, you're kind of really trying to heal from a chronic infection. Enemas are great. And coffee enemas in particular, you want to lie on your right side. You want to try and hold light roast coffee, which you can get from Gerson's website at gerson.org you know, and brew it on the stove, let it cool, strain it, let it cool. And then you want to try and hold about 400 cc's on your right side. And the reason you're on your right side is because the liver is there and coffee actually stimulates s production, which is the master antioxidant from the liver. And that really can help a lot of people detoxify. If you're missing that major antioxidant from the liver, it really will hinder your detox pathways. So for people who are sensitive to coffee, because some people say even though coffee isn't supposed to be absorbed from the rectum, they still say they're sensitive to it. So if that's the case, I have people try chamomile tea enemas. And chamomile actually binds to GABA receptors in the brain. So it's really, really calming to people. So not only can you get a detoxification from the gut, you can also help to calm your nervous system at the same time. And for people who really feel that enemas at home are really too daunting, I totally understand. Um, A professional colonic by some of these ladies who do this every day, it's their job, is really life-changing.
1: Yeah, I remember having one and it was kind of weird at first, but then it started feeling okay. And afterwards, I just felt incredible, so light. It was just amazing. (laughs) I'm so glad you
0: tried it. You're so brave. Some people really never get there. So I'm glad you tried it.
1: Yeah. And I sent sent my husband for one and I didn't really explain what was going to happen. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so good. He come back feeling great though, but I feel like if I told him all the details, he wouldn't be so down. So I just sent him anyway. Surprise. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's a believer now, actually. Yeah. And I just ordered a kit to start doing coffee enemas at home. I've got everything I need, but I'm like building up the courage to do it, <laughs> but I know how powerful it is. And so would you recommend for for people that are healthy like once a week or is that too often no i mean even my patients
0: who have chronic illness lyme and mold i'll say once a day is okay more than that i really want people to be juicing so they don't get dehydrated but if you're someone who's healthy and you're just using it for preventative care i mean once a week is totally good yeah
1: Okay. Amazing. I know we've talked about lots of different things from sweating to doing enemas, like all of these different ways of detoxing the body and like really diving into real detox. Like I think you see a lot of products online on Instagram that promise detox, but actually they're not really doing what you think they're doing. And so it's interesting to dive into this, but probably for everyone listening, they're like, wait, I've got so much to do now. So I would love if you would kind of break down maybe like a weekly or monthly routine of different things that a healthy person who's looking to be like their most high performing self could do or could really incorporate into their routines. Absolutely. So I really can't stress enough about the
0: emotional shadow side work. If you have things that you know you should be accountable for, that you need to work on in your personality or in your life, really dive headfirst into that. That self-work will get you further than just about anything else. And then I really can't stress a morning routine enough too. Um, Lately, I've been trying to get into that and getting off the phone in the mornings and trying to just have a few minutes of breath work by myself or meditation, as well as future journaling and manifesting my day and how I want that to look. I think that's really important. And it is not always preached about in physical health, although it is part of health. So I definitely wanted to include that for a morning routine for everyone and journaling, especially if you've had any emotional trauma too. And then physically moving your body. You guys can see I've got the mental aspect down. Now let's move the physical body. As far as the physical body goes, you really should be sweating every single day if you're healthy is a luxury and a pleasure to move your body. And if you have that luxury, you should be taking advantage of it. And so really moving somehow, I don't care whatever your forte is, whatever your love is, go do that for the day. And then on top of that, if you feel like you're not thinking straight, your labs are a mess, you're having autoimmune symptoms, really seek out a functional medicine doctor, someone who can hold your hand at least once a month and make sure that you're doing everything correctly. Things like enemas once a week, a daily green juice is something I love, as well as, you know, really looking into herbs for hormones. If you're a lady and you're in your thirties and getting close to your forties, that's really important to keep your hormones healthy in today's stressful world. And then finally, really having some sort of connection or mission to life really feeds the spirit, which is the last part of health. And that is really the routine that I try and get all my clients to get into. Obviously, there's sweating, including in there. Sometimes I'll include enemas and cryotherapy, and even IV ozone, um, which is another healing tool in my tool belt, if you will. So, all of these things can be mixed and matched for people. And really, feeding your mind, body, and spirit is total health, in my opinion. So, I try and get that on everyone's calendar.
1: I love that. What's IV
0: ozone? Ah, good question. I was hoping you'd ask about that. (laughs) So IV ozone is actually a way to hyper-oxygenate the blood. So, you know, even in today's world, we don't have enough oxygen on the planet Earth. We're suffering that way. So ozone is three molecules of oxygen rather than two. And it's linked together and made by an ozone generator, which is something you can purchase usually out of Canada. They have the best generators. And you just flip a switch. It makes O3. You can actually put it in a glass syringe and push it into the blood and it turns the blood right red right in front of you, and you drip it back into a patient's vein. Ozone is a kill part of the treatment, so it's some of the most anti-pathogenic stuff on the planet. In studies, it kills HIV outside the body on the spot, and it turns to hydrogen peroxide when put inside the body that scrubs disease cells clean. So it's wonderful. I mean, it's one of the biggest tools I use for any sort of Lyme, mold, chronic kidney infection patients. I mean, it's just, I can't say enough good things about it.
1: So you would have to go to a functional medicine doctor or an IV kind of doctor to get that done?
0: Yes. Alternatively, Longevity, which is an ozone generator company that I really like, makes an ozone sauna. So for those people who are really kind of like squeamish about needles, which is what ozone is, there's insufflations in the ozone sauna. And the ozone sauna basically attaches to the ozone generator. You get in it, your head is sealed out of it. It uses a steam sauna, but this one's okay because you're pumping ozone into it, which kills everything. So it's absorbed in the skin. And when you get out of the towel in the sauna, the white towel, you see black marks on it where you've actually gotten heavy metals out of your body.
1: From oh the Oh my sauna. God. Okay. So I'm definitely <laughs> going to go and do that. And I've been, really, I've been seeing the benefits of having weekly IVs with my medicine mm-hmm. doctor here. And I've just noticed such a, an incredible difference with my sleep, my skin. Like I've been putting glutathione in there and just like so many vitamins. And I really, really see the difference. So would I just ask her to then add that to my IV? Yes. So they have to have an ozone generator
0: there and be trained in ozone. But in general, if they have that, it's very easy. And some of them will do, if you're doing vitamin C IVs, they'll actually do ozone on alternate days because one is a pro-oxidant, one is an antioxidant, which both are needed in certain
1: ratios in the body. Mm, So good to know that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. So a lot of what we've talked about in the podcast before has been around hormones and birth control and just knowing that you have to really detox birth. Control out of your system, especially if you've been on it for a long period of time. Is the kill, bind, sweat protocol something that would help detox birth control, or is it not necessary to do so much work? Can you just sweat? Like, how would you go about getting that out of your system?
0: Absolutely. It can definitely help that. You know, hormones need a little bit more specialized attention with each particular patient because there's so many different ways that hormones can be packaged in different patients, right? However, if you're on birth control, you're really looking at synthetic hormones that have been put into your body. If you're like me, I was on them for over a decade. So I had real problems with that. And sweating absolutely can release some of those toxicities that do come in birth control pills. Another issue that birth control pills cause is some malabsorption issues with some fat soluble vitamins, things like B vitamins and magnesium and zinc even. They have problems being absorbed when you're on the pill and so really working on the gut along with some of those hormones like some nice herbs really working on your stress and then getting in the sauna is probably the best plan
1: okay good to know you mentioned green juice earlier so i would love to know what do you think about the celery juice movement I actually wrote
0: a blog post about this, the Factor Fiction on celery juice, is it hype or not? And there actually is a lot of animal studies on celery juice and how it can help repair the gut lining and help reset the pH, which is really important for digestive enzyme function and that being cleaved and proper absorption in the gut and all that stuff. And I have to say, just anecdotally, I have a lot of clients and patients that have that do celery juice every morning and really sing its praises.
1: Okay. So. Yeah. I've tried it on and off and I think it's super interesting and when- one thing that the medicine medium does talk a lot about is Epstein Barr. Mm-hmm. And is that a big deal? Is that something people should be paying attention to, getting tested for? What are the side effects of having that?
0: So I will say he's interesting in that he's put a spotlight on Epstein Barr virus, and I do feel like it was being overlooked. And that's because like 90% of us are positive for it by the age of 20 in our blood, whether we remember having mono or not. You know, Epstein Barr virus is the virus that leads to mono that most all of us have or know of a friend, at least, of whom. Who have had that. And so, you know, we think, oh gosh, you had the worst sore throat of your life, swollen lymph nodes, you're exhausted for a month, and then you're over it. No big deal. But what we've what we're now seeing is that it can lie dormant and actually reactivate and be a chronic ongoing infection. New studies out of Cincinnati in the last couple of years have shown that Epstein Barr is linked to seven different autoimmune conditions. And it actually takes over transcription and translation of genes and translates them over to its own interesting viral DNA. So this is something that in perpetuity, it kind of has our body and can cause problems if our immune system isn't where it should be. And so it's not a problem for everyone, obviously, if 90% of people are positive for it, why does it affect some people and not others? And that kind of still remains to be
1: seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And it's interesting to see lead being shed in it. But I don't think many people understand what that is. So for anyone listening, they've got the things that they're going to start doing, they're going to start sweating more, they're going to start maybe doing ozone IVs, definitely myofascial release. Can we talk a little bit about diet? Like, What do you think an ideal diet in one day would look like?
0: For sure. So I diet is hard because again, I don't think there's ever one diet that's ideal for every single person. But I do like the idea of a pegan, which is a paleo vegan. So I think Dr. Mark Hyman coined that phrase, which is really cute. And I do agree with that. I think that, you know, eighty, ninety percent of our plates should be plant based. And I do love plant-based and veganism in general, but for everyone, especially chronic illness patients, I do find that they need glandulars or some sort of, you know, extra, you know, really clean protein to sometimes get over their chronic illness. So therefore I do promote things like, you know, pasture-raised eggs for some people, wild-caught fish for some people, you know, grass-fed meats or at least glandulars, you know, adrenal glandulars are really helpful to help rebuild the adrenal. So in general, for most people, I would say a paleo can cover the board for the majority of people. And that's a really healthy plant-based paleo where meat is a condiment on the side. And, you know, if you must eat dairy, guys, sheep or goats is okay. But in general, try to avoid it as it is mostly inflammatory. So I would say, you know, 80% of the plate vegetables, you know, 10% meat, and then maybe another 10% of good fat.
1: I love this. Well, thank you so, so much for being a guest today. Where can everyone find you and where can they also find out about the microbiome master and the binder product that you've got? Sure. So you guys can find me on my website at
0: www.drjess.com. And if tickles your fancy and you want to visit the store there, I do have a number of Wellcraft and Organic supplements there that I formulated myself. And there you'll see Microbiomaster as well as Hormone Master. That's our top selling product and Binder Master and a variety of other supplements for everyday health conditions that you might be suffering from. If you guys like social media, I'm very active on Instagram at MD, And then you could find me on Facebook too at Dr. Jessica Petros. And I also have a Kilbind Sweat Facebook group that is extremely active with over 4,000 members in just a month and questions coming in daily about how to support your detox pathways.
1: I love it. And for everyone listening as well, just make sure you're really sharing your biggest takeaways because I know we talked about a lot and it'd be really <laughs> interesting to see what of those you're going to start implementing. So definitely tag us and we'll share it to our stories as well. Thank you so much. It's been so amazing chatting to you and I can't wait to start the Kilbine sweat. I'm going to dive into it. The
0: pleasure's all mine, Natalie. I really appreciate it. And yeah, reach out to me. Let me know if you have any questions about any of
1: it. If you love this episode, please subscribe and be sure to leave us a review. I want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were. And also, I really want to know who you want to see appear on the show. We'll be reading all of the reviews, so we will be implementing your feedback. And speaking of reviews, um, we've got a little stumbling up our sleeves. So we've just created a brand new document. It's called the BossWave 25. So the BossWave 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth seriously it's like a little boss babe holy grail it's incredible and you're gonna love it it covers everything from must-have products our favorite books rituals that we do daily and some amazing hacks to help you grow so if you want a copy it's really simple just leave us a review screenshot your review and email it to podcast at bossbabe.com. we'll send you over a copy asap and yeah thank you so much for listening i will see you next week we love bringing you experts and interviews from other successful business owners so they can talk about their experiences and share information tips and what has worked for them. However remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and as the hosts should not be taken as personal actionable advice and is given as general
2: information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal or other business advice to ensure
1: it will work for you or your business. Boss Babe is not responsible nor liable for your decision to implement anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Boss Babe, Danielle Canty or Natalie Ennis personally and are meant as information and general education only.